Hello, my name is Mark Taylor and you're very welcome to the show, which is part of the Education on Fire podcast network. I just wanted to take this moment to thank our sponsor, the National Association for Primary Education, who speak for young children and all who live and work for them. This can include parents, teachers, governors and all those interested in primary education. NAEP, which is a non-political charity, works tirelessly to support teachers in the classroom and leads the primary umbrella group of 30 primary subjects associations and unions and gives teachers and schools a voice at governmental level at consultation meetings with ministers for schools. If you'd like your voice to be heard and to find out more information, please visit their website at nape.org.uk. That's N-A-P-E Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Hello, my name is Mark Taylor. Welcome back to this Education on Fire podcast. And this is our season seven, which is focusing on well-being. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Caroline Sargent. And she's from the Power Academy. And she's going to be telling us all about the resources and the way that she's supporting schools through that. So, Caroline, thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure. Great to speak to you. So why don't we start a little bit about what is Power Academy, just to, get, to set the scene to begin with. And then we can talk a little bit about your story and, and how you created it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Powwow Academy provides workshops and resources involving our superfood heroes. And really, our aim is to be creative and also just to engage children, empower them, but without preaching at them. And it's really linked to the health and well-being and um, resilience aspect of the curriculum. How Our Academy came about because uh, I'm a very creative person and I was working in a primary school and I saw that children were really engaged um, through music, drama, song, etc. And in fact, uh, because my husband writes music and is a professional musician um, and I wrote songs, we really wanted to listen to children and how they felt about, for example, bullying or about uh, physical fitness. So I decided to create songs with the children using their words and then um, allow them to express that through performance, etc. So uh, our, our whole project came about through music and then it went on to puppets and drama and then it eventually led to our superfood heroes and the whole ethos of health, well-being and resilience. I think the thing that always strikes me is that we talk about well-being and one of the themes that's been coming up as the season's been progressing is the fact that often well-being comes in as something to help fix something when people have problems and I, and I think one of the one of the strongest messages we've heard is the fact that actually it's much more about setting up good habits as a, it's about education it's about understanding so that we're actually supporting from a positive standpoint rather than the correcting standpoint and it sounds like it's it's exactly that sort of idea. Well, very much so, because I'm passionate about empowering children, no matter which background they come from. And and we obviously don't all have advantaged backgrounds. Some of our parents and carers may be um, extremely knowledgeable, but others may lack that knowledge. And so for me, if we can find a way through education and through caring and parenting, etc., to empower children and give them the knowledge that they need to make good choices for a happy productive life then that's really what I'm about and that's why I kind of set up Pow Wow Academy. Yeah sounds perfect so why don't we take this back to to your story and exactly what led you to actually creating it. 
Yeah, um, well, a uh, couple of things, really. Um, first of all, I've always been incredibly creative. I went to uh, Italia Conti Academy of Theatre Arts. And so kind of embedded in my whole <laughs> early life was um, drama, music, dance. And I started working professionally um, at the age of 11. My son is adopted and also I'd fostered for a bit. And I really felt it was important to uh, do something that engaged children that really struggled within the education system. And so uh, I knew that the more creative we are, that especially kids with special needs, they always seem to uh, engage much more with uh, songs and dance and and drama uh, in a way that uh, made a real difference to them. And so uh, that was my driving force, really, is uh, children who struggle through adoption and fostering and special needs to kind of create something that made a difference to them. So your professional background in terms of, of like you say, of, of the dancing and then actually then working in schools, tell us how that sort of professional development gave you all those insights that you needed to create such a great resource. Well, because obviously I've mentioned the creativity. Um, I went to drama school, but also I most actresses aren't working 100% of the time. And so I ended up qualifying in exercise, the RSA exercise to music. And I, at one point I was teaching a range of fitness classes, um, about 18 classes a week to a wide range of people, including learner, learning disabilities and special needs. Um, and one of those places was Lambeth College. Um, and then I did a city and Guilds teaching certificate. I was working, as I say, further education. I also did uh, an MVQ3 in childcare development, promoting positive uh, behaviour and understanding children, what makes them tick, attachment, etc. Um, and then all of that together, working in an early years team in a primary school for seven years, and also preschools. And um, and then added to that, I was uh, obviously this is over a certain you know quite a long time span. But I was also um, delivering workshops in primary schools, anti-bully drama workshops. I was um, delivering social skill workshops in a secondary school for a charity and just doing a range of workshops for other people. And then I kind of pulled all that together and decided, do you know what? Maybe I should bring all my experience and create my own workshops about you know, health, well-being and resilience and helping kids to feel that they can connect and attach and feel liked and empowered. And uh, in, in order to feel empowered, you need you know, a healthy mind and a healthy body. So take us through... What exactly is Power Academy in terms of if, if, if we were going to be involved in it, what sorts of things can you expect and, and take us through that kind of world? Um, things like workshops. So, for example, we're talking about health, well-being, resilience. We're t- uh, talking about the fact that children, um, they're not all, all able to sit for long periods of time. So, for example, powwow is about using superfood heroes. As I said earlier, the superfood heroes are about engaging with children, um, find for children to find a character that they can connect to so that um, they can feel connected to, empowered, rather than preached at. And so very much the workshops are about involving the superfood heroes. So it's getting them up and moving. So it's, I mean, it kind of ticks a box in terms of, you know, if you want them to move and exercise, well, a, a powwow a workshop does that because the kids are moving, but they're also using music because we've written, I've got a music background. As I say, I went to drama school and so has my husband. He's a professional musician. So we wrote the Superfood Heroes. So the Superfood Heroes song is about connecting what you need to 
eat in order to do certain exercises and it's and it's kind of a holistic approach because all the superfood heroes have different characters so um, the workshops as I say they involve movement they involve a game where children are making those connections between the foods you eat and does it give you the right energy to be able to do the exercise that you need Um, so it's about giving them that knowledge and empowering them but also we've got things like resources so we've got a couple of workbooks that are downloadable Um, one of them is about uh, stay strong be happy which is which features veggie victor and fruity fiona Um, and it's it's designed to help teachers find the gaps uh, with children so for example um, even though it's kind of you know lovely images of the superfood heroes and like little quizzes and stuff it helps teachers to think actually maybe that child isn't as happy as i thought and then they can do something about it or we've got the um uh, our main book which is the powwow health and well being um workbook which covers more of the nutrition side and the exercise side of things so they kind of uh, attack if you like health and well-being and resilience from a number of different ways and they're all downloadable but you know, also as Ofsted are very much in 2019, they're they're looking to think about staff well-being as well as children's well-being. So we've got um, you know a continuing professional development workshop where you know I can go in and just teach the teachers, and then they can you, you, with the resources I leave them with, they can continue using the Superfood Heroes in their PE sessions ad infinitum if they wish. So and there's a number of number of different things there, but. They they all involve the superfood heroes. I love the fact that um, the leading by example, isn't it? And I think I think being able to one expose the teachers to it and show them what they can actually do, and then actually as well as teaching that through their class, actually being able to demonstrate it by actually being involved. <laughs> I think I think is, is a wonderful is a wonderful thing. And and I'm really interested about this, the songs and the music because of course part of the education on fire umbrella is is our primary music membership which is called primary music on fire and and singing is a big part of that so i I love that sort of connection of being able to bring in the 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 music and the singing and that kind of whole breadth of the curriculum as it were under one roof but covering so many different aspects which essentially are just all the things that children want to be part of and exposed to as, as part of a broad education yeah absolutely and um in fact the whole thing started because I started writing songs with the children when I was working at a primary school um, in the foundation stage and particularly in reception. And what would happen is I'd ask the children how they felt about bullying. And they told me and I used their words to write a song about how to be a good friend, which is on our CD. And then um, my husband, Gary, put music to it because, as I say, he's a professional musician. And and that's kind of how the whole thing started, is that wherever I saw, so, for example, physical, physical education, when we were out in the playground, I'd create a song to go with the exercises. And... Um, and then I'd come home to my husband and say, right, come on, let's let's put this down in the studio. And then I would um, help the children to present those songs as end of year little mini concert. Uh, and, and that's kind of crazy, but that's how the whole project started. Um, to try and bring more music and drama and I was using puppets etc and then from that the idea of the superfood heroes um, you know sparked my imagination as I came up with Veggie Victor, Carbo Charlie, Fruity Fiona etc etc. I love that and I I think it's I think all of these ways it's all about connecting with 
um, who the child is, isn't it? And and I think you do that through music, you do it through dance, you do it through the arts. Um, PE and movement just changes the dynamic and the energy of everybody around you, especially when you've got, you know, say 30 or more children within a class, you know, to have that, cha- I think, energy just whizzing around in a different way than just being sat still like we were chatting about before. I think it just gives the opportunities for those conversations, like say, if it's about bullying or about anything that people have on their minds, it just gives them an outlet in a way which is, is much more, it's much easier for them to demonstrate and to express and, and also a way for us to then be able to express back to them or to at least show them exactly how that can be expressed. Oh, absolutely. I mean, exercise is hugely important for our mental health as well because of it releases endorphins. And I know that, you know, if you've got kids who are a bit hyper and stuff, and actually I've always had quite a lot of energy and I need to do something physical. I, I, I can't go through a week and not do something physical because I, I just tense up. And, and I found with my adopted son who had uh, an ADHD diagnosis, he very much needed exercise and and in fact it's a key feature in his life now and he's 22 Um, he really needed it because it would help him calm down and cope with the stresses of being in the school environment so for me you know happy children learn Um, we really have to take it more seriously um, and embed it into our whole school life it can't just be about numeracy and literacy and I'm passionate about you know those things as well especially literacy I love stories etc but you know unless we embed health well-being and what makes a difference what activities children are motivated by engaged with then we're not going to get through to them you know we have to allow them to get get rid of that energy relax a little bit more find a, a you know peaceful calm place that they think of as school because their home some kids home lives let's face it are chaotic so they need to find something at school and no teachers like them to build their resilience because if if kids feel that they liked they're liked and if they build resilience they've got a much better um, chance of success in life without that sense of um, identity and belonging and resilience they don't do as well so for me it's a, it's key uh, throughout all our lives I think that's true and I, I think having that foundation understanding of, of that's where we're starting from um, I, I, I think it makes all the difference and, and, and I've heard people talk before about you know what? What's the main objective of your class, or what's your more main objective as a teacher? And it's very easy to you get into that spiral of, of course, there's Ofsted and Sats and 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 all the things that you have to learn, and whether you agree or don't agree with how the curriculum is. But I really, I really find it encouraging that that some teachers are here talking, and they're like, we know that their home lives are, like you say, can be very chaotic. If they come to school and they feel loved, if they come to school and we're able to give them a meal, if they come to school and they're able to be heard and they're able to have a you know an interaction which is a positive one with their with their peers then we've won we've done what it is that they need on that particular day until all of that's in place in some form or another then you know learning two plus two or or the periodic table or whatever it is in between of that actually is very difficult to do because like you say it's only when you're happy and you're really engaged that then you have that inspiration to want to then move forward and to actually be part of of life in that way yeah, totally agree. And I think what's good it, with the Ofsted changes, it kind of allows um, schools and teachers 
uh, to concentrate now on health, well-being and resilience, because, um, you know, I think one of the key things they're going to be asking is what's it like to be a child in this school? And they're very much going to look at resilience and creative subjects and activities and the pastoral provision and what's done for disadvantaged children. And as I said earlier, staff well-being. So, you know, now uh, schools where maybe they've been and they are rushed off their feet. I know I worked in a school. My goodness, people have no idea. They think they get the summer holidays. But gosh, you, you if you didn't have those holidays, <laughs> you would be absolutely totally worn out. And teachers do work much harder than people realize. But, you know, because Ofsted are bringing this in with their new framework, it means um, teachers know that they, they can and they have to concentrate on it. It doesn't just have to be about the literacy and numeracy. And I'm really, really pleased about that, that they're recognizing it. Everybody's recognizing it. And, and it's so simple, isn't it? Happy children learn. And if we just keep that in mind, then, you know, it's a path to success it really is and it's why I'm really pleased that we're doing this series now and 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 the fact that I can talk to so many people exactly like yourself that there there are many ways to do this there are many options and actually what you hear is is exactly the themes that we've been talking about and and I think to be able to show in certain ways about how you're going about it rather than just worrying about it is um is really key so so you said before there are downloadable resources and you've also talked about your workshops just take us a little bit through exactly the practicalities of how that works both in terms terms of what's available to be downloaded but probably more importantly in terms of how a workshop would would look in a school whether it's the same workshop for every class or one big whole school thing exactly what how, how does it look from from the school's point of view um well f- first of all the downloadable resources so for example um there's a little a5 a booklet that um well a little book of resilience it's called the stay strong be happy and you can just download it it's about four sheets of paper um that so it's it's so convenient for schools and then they can copy it as many times as they like so it's it's really inexpensive and i know schools struggle with their budget and then really the same thing for the powwow health and well-being workbook that's you know a4 booklet that you can use and then um for the PE session, you can download that as well, and the teachers can use it in any of their PE sessions, uh, as I say, ad infinitum. But in terms of the workshops, how they look is, ideally, I would have an hour with each class. So I'd come in for a day, and it would be go through year one to year six or whatever the schools want. Um, but, I, you know, I can work with 45 minutes um, per session if if necessary and it's uh, starts off with a, a five minute brainstorm of checking what do the children think being healthy means and then we go on to our warm-up using the superfood hero song and then we do a little circuit session um, where you've got the superfood heroes at each station and then the kids are in groups of five where they um, are assigned to a particular station and they'll do an exercise so if they're at protein peach station they'll be doing press-ups or if they're at carbo charlie um, station who loves running they'll be doing jogging on the spot so as a little circuit session and then we play a food game where we've got um 
pictures of food in the centre of the room and it's kind of a bit of a scramble where each um, team uh, assigned, so Protein Pete team, Veggie Victor, uh, Fruity Fiona, etc. They all rush to the middle and they choose the foods that they think their superhero needs in order to do the required exercise. So, you know, we make links such as Carbo Charlie. If he wants to run and have energy um, and aerobic capacity, it's a really good idea that he eats brown rice and, and whole wheat pasta and potatoes. For protein, Pete, we, you know, there'll be images of uh, fish and chicken, um, lentils, etc. protein-based foods that repair and build muscle. And, and dairy, daisy and calcium cassia. Um, they'll be doing uh, things like jumping jacks to build strong bones and thinking about foods that help build those strong bones, such as calcium-rich foods, um, cheese and milk and yogurt. So that's kind of how the session goes. And then uh, at the end, we kind of uh, say, well, what have you learned? And uh, are able to feed back that, that back to the teachers. But also, as a result, I will um, leave the schools with a, a number of different resources. The resources that you would normally pay for, I give for free if they book a workshop. Uh, and, and so that includes our health and well-being workbook and our little book of re resilience. Um, and they could also have my, you know, PE session that they can use forevermore. <laughs> uh, so it sounds wonderful. That's a, it gives us a really good picture there in terms of how it works. And I love the way you've sort of been able to put all those things together. And I think the focus of the characters is, is, is a really, um, a really great way of being able to sort of really get to grips with what 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 you're trying to do and like say within these different groups as well um you, you mentioned the price there as well and I, we, as we talked before you know schools um are on budgets and all of that kind of thing so i know your pricing is really important so just tell us how that works okay so for example our downloadable workbooks uh are two pounds each so that's not going to break a budget <laughs> <laughs> and our PE session that they can download with the superfood heroes and a lesson plan really of how to to do it, uh, then that's five pounds, and and then our workshops though for uh, you know a full day would be three hundred and ninety eight pounds, uh, but that would that would be for the workshops covering from year one to year six, it, you know I. I do a special offer if they want to do two form entry or if, you know, for example, after school clubs, I could do, you know, I would do something very different for after school club uh, than if I was going in for a whole day teaching a whole series of, of workshops. So, yeah, and as I say, my CPD, um, that would cost, I'd go in and do two sessions. So I, I'd be happy to do one for the teachers and the teaching assistants because they're key. The teaching assistants often don't get mentioned, yet they are often supporting the children that have, you know, real difficulties. So I'd, I could go in and do two hours of CPD and that would cost £150. And I think it's something I've been thinking about in terms of our music um, workshops and those kind of things as well. I really like the fact that you've got so many different access points to all of these things because we know they're important. And also the fact that, you know, you can get in, you can do the CPD, you can buy in a workshop if you've got that kind of money for the school, you've got the after school clubs. But also the fact that when you break it down per pupil, it's really not very much money. And I think there are lots of parents, there are certain things that they really want to support schools with and they want to help their children understand and learn. And I think these, this is one of those things, isn't it, for the, the cost of sort of two or three pounds per child or whatever it would be in order to yeah. do that. Um, it, it's very easy to do it as a community-led thing as well as just something maybe the whole school has to pay for should that be something they're not able to, obviously depending on the school situation. 
Absolutely. And in actual fact, even if they go on the website, um, there's lots of info. I've got lots of free info on there um, for parents, uh, for teachers, uh, for children. And I've even got my uh, little videos of the Superfood Hero song and a dinosaur song, which is kind of all about maths and um, you can count the dinosaurs, etc. So um, there's lots of things in there. And I point them to websites that I trust. And I, it'd be great to put you on there, actually. But um, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I want to, I'm, I'm not really, this isn't just about business, this is about a passion. It's about um, putting stuff out there for um, proactive parents and teachers and creative people to be able to use. So there's an awful lot on there, like free quizzes to identify learners, different types of learners, etc. I've got a Superfood Heroes quiz on there. And um, so, you know, most of this is all free. So it's not just about people having to pay for stuff. It, it is there. But it, the, the thing that makes this different compared to some of the other companies is we do target the health, well-being and resilience. It's mostly about that. And it's mostly around our superfood heroes. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And and the website is wonderful. I, I've, I've been through it and had a look. And um, and just tell everyone exactly where they need to go to, to find all, all of these great resources. Right. It's www.powwowacademy.com. And you could always contact me through that website or we're on Facebook at Veggie Victor. And I'm also on Instagram. So if you did a, a powwowacademy.com search, you'd find me on Instagram. Um, but yes, yeah, uh, there's contact forms on the website. You know, I will make sure that I respond to. Fantastic. Well, Karen, thanks so much for spending the time with us today. I think we've got a real sense of, of exactly how it can work. And, and like I say, with the with the new framework and, and the, the wanting to be able to demonstrate and show exactly how we're supporting children, um, I, I think this does it brilliantly. And I'm really glad you're able to come on and, and share those those great insights. So thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information of each episode and to get in touch, go to educationonfire.com. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. Do you need help and support in creating and embedding music in your school? If so, we have created Primary Music on Fire to help you with just this, a music membership site that's taking the fear out of teaching music by giving you the step-by-step skills and ongoing support you need to produce lifelong musical memories for you, your school, and your pupils. Go to educationonfire.com forward slash primary hyphen music.